young, fearless, daring. I went on YouTube and I decided to study how bags are made. And I stopped depending on my mom. I wanted to be self-dependent. They battled at the front line and survived. Their stories will inspire you. Sometimes I get to the office and I need to take off my jacket and quickly rush to a uh-huh. You know, because we need Tell certain me. things. Uh-huh. You know, it got to a point where they didn't work in the bank. And the chef calls me that, you know, there's so many orders come in. He's tired. Hey. He has to go. Wow. So if it really wasn't my passion, I, I didn't know how I was going to do it. They are bold and brave. Discover what they uncovered on their journey of entrepreneurship. Tune in to Bold and Brave, the Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show, here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Bold and Brave, inspiring you to greater heights on the business terrain. amazing morning here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. A very good morning to you and you're welcome to today's edition of Bold and Brave. This is our Young Entrepreneurs Radio Show and so here on the show we have, like the name suggests, bold and brave young entrepreneurs um, who have weathered the storms and as uh, Winston Churchill once said, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts and that's exactly what the young entrepreneurs who come on the show today have and I'm excited today because I get to interview um, someone I admire very much. Um, he goes by the name Nana Prempe. He is co-founder um, of Asorba and CEO of Grow for Me. You're welcome, Nana. Thank you so much. It's great to have you in the city of Sweet Melodies 94.3. I really appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> like I said, it's a great opportunity. Right. Thank you so much for coming by. And um, so as we do every time, listeners, you can um, send in your messages. I'm not opening the phone lines on this show, but you can send messages. If you have any questions for Nana, you can uh, do that on 0279-100600. That is 0279-100600. And um, we'll try to answer your questions. All right. Okay. So Nana, tell us a bit about yourself. Who is Nana Prempe? Yeah. So... Um no, no, Prempe is a church boy. That's the easiest way I can okay. describe it. Okay. It's a church boy who grew up here in Ghana, mm-hmm. um, just about a very young guy, 32. Okay. And with a five month old, beautiful baby girl. Oh, oh that is so adorable. Yeah. So I'm the freshest father in town. Okay. Yeah, Congrats. But, thank you. But on the, on the business from, um, front, I'm a serial tech entrepreneur. Okay. Um, being about six years mm. um, in tech and about 10 years entrepreneur, entrepreneurship. Okay. Wow. Um, and uh, my excitement now is really what I what I do is I see um, basically the tech field in Africa as like a real estate um, and business where you see a piece of land, last vast land that mm-hmm. is yet to be bought, mm. um, 
built and then mm-hmm. sold. So that's how I see the tech space is like there's so much opportunity. It's about who identifying the, the, the right places that people will be moving to and then building technology that you know addresses those kind of um, problems. Mm. So that that's basically what I am. I'm a, I'm a tech entrepreneur and I'm also a pastor in my dad's church, okay. a youth pastor. Wow. Yeah. You wear many caps then. I do. <laughs> All right. So we'll start off talking a bit about your personal life, like personality profile type thing. Um, we want to know everything, where you grew up, where you are from, family background. You, well, you've told us a bit about your family, but we want to know more and all of that. We believe that here on the show that um, your background really sort of shapes who you are now. Yeah. And so yeah. um, that's why we do this. So tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah. So... Um Basically, I have a very interesting story. Okay. I grew up in a family of eight. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. And um, growing up, I was a very, um, I was, a, I was an outlier, if I say, in the sense that I wasn't getting the best of grades. Okay. But I could use my hands so creatively. I okay. could build stuff. Hmm. And I always felt I was dumb. But I had this praying mother. God wow. bless the mothers who kept saying, Amazing. you are great. You can make mm. it. I know you have something unique by yourself. Mm. And uh, I went to some multiple schools, St. Andrews, Bissek, went to um, Faith Montessori. That okay. place, I was just like last, last. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh God, who am I? But then That's my, really hard to believe right now. No, it's serious. I mean, it's serious. you won't believe it. And I was such a very big introvert who couldn't open my mouth and even say hi to a lady. Really? It was that bad. <laughs> So I, I just want to people to understand my 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 beginning and understand wow. how it changed. So, and th- throughout the process, I I was brought up in church, loved God. I was like, God, help me. Mm. I loved the work of God. I like to preach, but I never had the confidence to preach to people. Okay. So all this mix was how my my youth was. But I was mm. in school. I had a friend that was supportive. Mm. Mother was praying and. I just kept at it and believed the words of my mother that mm. you are the head and not the tail. Keep quoting scriptures. I know wow. you can make it. And, and as I got closer to God in JSS and began to get into SU mm-hmm. and began to have a desire to be successful academically, mm. spiritually be a leader, I began to gradually get my confidence. I started mm. preaching at SU. Wow. And I started doing well in school, JSS. Mm. I was picking up. And amazingly, for the first time in my life, mm-hmm. I had a dream come through. For BC, I had 06. Okay. I was scared I was going to fail. <laughs> and I had 06. So why is this relevant? Because it formed, you could see where I'm coming from. Right. And, right. and when I started seeing that change, by the way, 06 from St. Andrews, you're supposed to be in Presec. I didn't get in there. Okay. I don't know why. They said they couldn't see my document. So I was put in a class. Okay. And I told myself, it doesn't matter where you are. You're going to be the best because my mom's words had sunk in. So wow. in a class, wow. I, for the first time in my life, uh-huh. I, I came up second. So the guy was zero <laughs> and last in in, Great in, leap. in, 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 in Fate Missouri now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to be like uh, second in, in secondary school. Right. So... Yeah, after I left Okwasa, I went to Akosomo International, and that's why I did my oh, my secondary school. Okay. And um, because of hard training in Okiapiman, when I got to AIS, it was like a breeze. I started okay. doing extremely well. Like, okay. for the first time in my imaginable life, I, was, I topped all the classes in maths. I was like, is this wow. possible? Am I? <laughs> so you can imagine the guy who, who had no self-confidence, mm. beginning for the first time, making um, waves and, and topping classes. And right. from there... Um, a teacher called Mr. Neto saw that I had some ability, um, I had I had some skills in leadership, and I was 
I mean, thrown into head prefect. That's why I entered leadership. Oh. And so I was head prefect for 32 prefects in Ekosombo, then graduated from secondary school. Wow. And then into university. So, okay. But the truth is, I didn't want to go to university. You didn't? I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. So I went to the, <laughs> the Air Force. Qualified the day before Amazing. academy, I went to Legon because my parents and my grand uncle said, Look, get your degree first. Okay. So I was actually going to be an FS pilot. Okay. But how all these things tie into who I am now is mm. they form the basis of resilience. Okay. It doesn't matter how how um, you think you are, whether you're not the best, you are mm. failing, mm. not because you're not learning, but because you think you're not, something is wrong, and you think right. maybe sometimes here in Africa we say, a few for you and a BB, but <laughs> you just keep pushing. So these things shaped me into who I am today and gave mm. me the energy and the passion to drive the change. Wow. But there's more story in university which really brought me to entrepreneurship, but just just the summary of where my beginnings okay. were. Wonderful. We'll get into university in a bit, but if you have any questions, um, if you're inspired by this um, testimony, I have a few questions already, but we'll do them later. You can send them in to 0279-100600. That is 0279-100600. The show is Bold and Brave. We're live here on Sweet Melodies, 94.3 FM, and also on our sister stations, up north on Sweet Flow, 102.1 FM in Tamale, and in Dowenya on Sweet Memories, 92.1 FM. My name is Kweku Sampson. I'm here in the studios today with Nana Prempe. He is co-founder of Asoriba and CEO of GrowForMe.com. Okay, Nana, so interesting background you have. So you grew up very introverted, very, you know, not on the top of the class, and then that suddenly changed for you. You must have felt... You know, happy about that. <laughs> Great strides indeed. Happy is an understatement, my brother. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> it's amazing. So, from AIS, you went to Legon? Yeah, so I, like okay. then I went to the Air Force for just before academy, then I left into okay. um, um, Legon. Okay. So, it's Legon. I was kind of like heartbroken because my passion was to be a pilot. Okay. I, Obey your parents in the Lord, but this is right. <laughs> Went into. At which point had you gotten saved, by the way? I mean, I was born into church, but okay. my real experience of salvation came in Genesis when I was reading the book of Romans after okay. cleaning my father's room. Okay. I had the responsibility of sweeping my father's room, make sure it's in shape, you know, okay. I think. Uh-huh. So I spent, I have, I spent the whole evening, I was just reading, I read the book of Romans and I stood the work of salvation that it is not because of your good works, but mm. it's the price that Christ paid. And grace has saved us mm. and now that grace has saved you like a parent's paying the school fees of a child yes. you're now in school mm-hmm. now you have to learn mm. and get good grace in other sense now that your grace has saved you you now have to work and build works and that's what people often get confused okay. at okay what was it mean of grace i don't have to do anything mm-hmm. you've been saved by grace yes. now after you've stepped into grace you now have to work, work. to build works exactly. that's why your works will be tested so i got saved mm-hmm. in Genesis reading the book of romans even though I was born into church, wow. went to Sunday school, everything. But when I really could understood what Christ had mm. done, paid for my sins, mm. and giving me a clean sheet, and I, I, I know when I die, I'm going to heaven, mm. which a lot of Christians don't can confidently say, I got to understand him in Jesus. Yeah. So that's how I got saved. GHS, okay. So you got saved in GHS. Yes. <laughs> Cleaning your father's room. <laughs> exactly. And reading the Amazing. Bible. Amazing. <laughs> okay, so back to uni. Yeah, so in uni, what happened was, I was heartbroken because my passion was to be a pilot. Right. Thing happened. And then, Whilst in you know between SS and uni, you have a break, you do SAT or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> I met this amazing girl, 
And then I thought I was in love. Okay. Then she went to US <laughs> school. I didn't, but I was still here. Oh. And then I felt heartbroken. <laughs> Never had the chance to date. <laughs> so, okay. heartbroken your career, heartbroken because you thought you could fall in love. Ouch. So, I, I was really looking for something. I was looking for something to fill that void. Mm. You know, a lot of young people have that feeling, that right. emotion. Mm-hmm. People come to university at that stage, they're not too sure what they want to do. They're having a lot of experiences. Mm. So, I was searching and I got in touch with what we call the heart group, Dr. Yalpebi and his team. And okay. that was the beginning of the change. Oh, Actually, the story amazing. is like there was a TA called Prosper Makwando who happened to be a family friend of my wife now. Mm-hmm. That's another story. <laughs> he said, Look, there's something that's going to help you start right and end big in the university, and okay. there's a flyer you should attend. Nobody in my class attended. Okay. I was the only guy. I was searching. That was a hard group meeting? Hard group. Okay. So I attended a hard group. It was a Saturday. I went there, and oh boy, I had a very, very one on one encounter with Dr. Yopepi. There were a few people, oh. so you could really soak from that guy. Right. And from that, my life changed. That's mm. why I discovered for the first time something called entrepreneurship. Okay. Actually, I didn't know what my mom was doing was entrepreneurship. <laughs> my <mom> already <laughs> was, but now I understood what it was. Okay. And I was like, wow. I want to be wealthy. I want to be rich. It's a long journey. It's going to be hard, but that's where I really go into this apprenticeship in the okay. university. Yeah. Okay. I see. So the business started from from uni. No. So in, when I got to understand entrepreneurship after graduating, mm. I wanted to go back fly. It required about hundred and twenty thousand US dollars to fly <laughs> to train as a pilot, get an air traffic pilot license, and like where was I going to get that money? So mm. like entrepreneurship build a business, do well, okay. get money, and then go to train. Okay. That was a simple thought. I so see. I was like, so that's how it started for you? That's how, that's the journey. It was a means to an building. end? Yes, it was a means to an end. So okay. I got in touch with what we called Meltwater Entrepreneur School of Technology. Okay. I was already into technology myself slightly. Mm. So I went into MEST, two years, hard training, like a Harvard MBA program, very tough. Mm. You have to start business like four times within <laughs> six weeks, proof traction, get customers to pay. Totally. So that really set me up to start a business. Mm. Because I wanted to start a business that would successfully grow and would exit, sell, get money and go and train as a pilot. Okay. But we are still in that journey. We've not yet gotten there. But Meltwater gave me the skill set to start a business and the opportunity to meet my co-founders. So okay. it's in Meltwater that I met Patrick, Xavier and Jesse that we started oh, Sorry about. So that okay. is how I started Sorry about with my co-founders. Wow. I can't wait to jump into how I started. started. <laughs> so let's get straight into that. So you met your co-founder at Meltwater and then you decided that you can start a business together? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the story is like we're sitting together. It's something called ideation, the process of building a business. We're okay. ideating. Things like what's the main main thing that connects all of us? We all church boys. Mm-hmm. What problems are churches? What are problems churches face that we could solve? Okay, we realize that member data collection, data storage, right. payments, mm-hmm. communication, mm-hmm. engagement, you know, retention, soul winning, follow up. All these things could actually be done properly with technology. And it's like, hey, let's validate. Spoke to a few churches. Spoke to a lot of people in my family. Because I have a lot of pastors in my family. Okay, and I found that look, we had business. So mm-hmm. from Meltwater, started our company and. Um, Asoreba is basically a fruit of that thing. So Asoreba is a web-based church management software that allows any church to techno- use technology to effectively run the administration, okay. engage with their members, mm. and receive donations from their members everywhere. So okay. Asoreba is technically a CRM or what you call an ERP. That's what most people know for churches. Okay. And it's the leading church CRM in Africa used mm. by some of the largest churches you can think about so if you're listening your church is not on Asoyeba please get them on it quickly okay wonderful alright so beginning stages how was that like for you that was your first business experience as mm-hmm. in like starting a business starting a, a, a let's say a, an incorporated business <laughs> okay. the rest of the business was you know, buying and selling and stuff like right. that yeah. okay okay Cause how, how was that experience like for you yeah so 
Um, building a company like a server, a tech company that is housing over 500,000 memberships data, um, having you know very serious engagement with church leaders who are who are you know responsible for mm-hmm. a lot of souls. It's, it's not a light matter. It's mm-hmm. a very very serious mm-hmm. matter. And for us, we didn't and we didn't um, think it was going to be such critical. The solutions we are building; these are critical decision makings in boardrooms in churches. Mm, mm. So we started off, built a CRM, and consistently. And just for anyone listening, you know, you don't build a business based on what you think. You engage your customers, spend a lot of time with them, and mm. let their feedback inform the design of the product and the business. So, mm. as we engage with churches like ICGC, Lighthouse, Bishop Eddie Ade, who was very instrumental in the very first phase of our company, because okay. he get, a, get we had a use case of Lighthouse to build our solution okay. you know, around such a large an amazing church mm. so that's where the real work was then after building the solution now the business starts okay. it's really how do you sell it mm. so to be frank real business is about selling you may not have the biggest product but if you have the best product but if you know how to sell your solution very well mm. you mm. make money so okay. that is where um, we really got to learn more about how to sell Zero two seven nine one zero zero six zero zero is the number you can send your messages to if you have any. I'm having a chat with Nana Prempe. Um, he's co-founder of Astoriba and CEO of Grow for Me. Um, if you just tuned in, well, you missed the exciting part about his personal life, but don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more uh, to discuss here on the show. Bold and brave today. We're live on Sweet Melodies ninety four point three FM up north on our sister station Sweet Flow one hundred two point one FM in Tamale and. And in Dowenya on Sweet Memories 92.1 FM. All right, so what were some of the challenges you had um, when you started a story about when, while running a story about? Yeah, so um, like every business, every startup, or a set of young, inexperienced business people, you have mm-hmm. some main challenges. Some mm-hmm. of them being how do you really quickly understand your customers? Mm. How do you quickly um, get back to them and build what they need? Right. Because if you don't build what they need, you are not you're going to struggle to sell it. And mm-hmm. if you struggle to sell it, you're not going to get money to build your business. So okay. these are some of the challenges that we face. Mm-hmm. But I think our experiences in Meltwater helped. And then we got into an accelerator in South Africa, which really took things to the next level. So okay. the backlist Texas accelerator called Rise helped us to really understand what it means to rapidly build a business. Okay. And it's okay. building a business is a hard work. So the challenges of customer, customer acquisition. Payments. Mm. So payments is a very big issue. Making sure your customers pay you on time and pay you consistently. Mm. If they mm. don't do that, you have a lot of account receivables, meaning you have a lot of your money stuck with customers and you're yes. going to die. Yes. So <laughs> there, are some, there are some hard tricks you need to learn. And sometimes tagging and having a very experienced business person as an entrepreneur help you. Mm. Then strategy, we didn't, we didn't fully understand strategy in the beginning, but we understand we realize how the power of strategy. The strategy is that kind of high-level decision that someone says, this is where the direction is, go this way. Okay. And so let me bring it church because I have a lot of audience church. So pastor, I would say, okay, this year, this is what the Lord is saying, it's a year of open breakthroughs. Mm. He said a strategy. Mm-hmm. Very high level, yeah. open doors to a 24-hour miracle or the year of revival. Mm. When he says it like that, that's a high-level strategy. Okay. Now, how do you break down that strategy into tactics? So okay. You, okay. He says open doors. So, Doors. What doors can we make available for our people? Okay. How do we open doors for people? So mm. let's connect with the business people in the church. Okay. Let's make the young people who have experience meet them. Mm. Now you're turning that strategy into tactics. Okay. 
then it's those tactics when executed probably that will bring the results because then after matching the business people and the young guys some got jobs some got to learn and some, some actually started building businesses mm. then you see the results so mm. we didn't understand the power strategy so if right. you have experienced people they give you the right strategy mm-hmm. in the direction so that you don't waste your time chasing wrong strategies mm. or mm. just you can copy people's tactics but because you don't know exactly where it's where going you don't get going. the kind of results right. so we didn't understand the power so these are some of the things we learned as we were in the business so one of the strategic decisions that we did was to begin to look carefully into payments as mm-hmm. a whole mm. so with that strategy established now we built my church pay and my business pay okay. and that is the next phase of our, our business mm. um, in terms of um, the, the company and mm. I'd like to talk more about that because that's I think new. so I think you can go ahead and tell us how the systems run exactly yeah. so so my church pay is a payment platform for church so think about it you may want to give your donations or mobile money. Somebody okay. may be in the US watching life, you want to pay his card. Somebody has cash and wants to do cash. Somebody has a checkbook and wants to do um at write a check. Somebody has a bank account, you want mm-hmm. to do bank transfer. Right. Different flow income flows to one right. organization. Right. How do you build a system that ties all this together in one so that on today Bishop can sit down and say, Look, this is a total amount of money we we got in you know, how do you do that? Mm. And that's the kind of technology we built. So okay. we have a singular system that is able to allow members to donate through mobile money, okay. cards, and record offline transactions like cash, okay. checks, bank statements. So that okay. as a church, you don't need to go around pulling bank statements to know how much you've, mm. you've collected. You can see it in real time how much they've gotten. And then we have and all something of it called in one place. One place. There's okay. something called a digital t- tight book where okay. members now through the USSD code can just check their tight history okay. and see, oh, have I paid my tight? So okay. you don't need to now have that book where you mark and do all that's old school. Okay. You know, you just take your phone. You can make, if you realize that, okay, you've not made your, your, your tight, you can pay it. Mm. If you are in the US or UK, you can actually use your Visa ATM mm. card to make payments mm. and the money will come straight into your church's bank account. Okay. So there, there'll be no need to count check cash or anything of that sort so okay. that is what we are pushing now but the amazing thing about it is now we also have it available on whatsapp mm-hmm. twitter and facebook so if you're church your members could actually make donations and payment through whatsapp or facebook or twitter How and convenient it's, it's cool. everybody's yeah. on social media now exactly wow amazing amazing wow okay so and then the, you mentioned another another um, yeah that's my business space so think about businesses similar mm-hmm. my business pay basically allow businesses to receive payments online okay. and that is primarily target for online payment because business okay. are much more a bit sophisticated so if you're a business you want to you have customers out there who want to pay you with your atm cards mm-hmm. i mean our platform will just do that simply for you okay Wonderful. Um, we have a few questions related to our story, but so let's just do that. This yeah. one says, please, if you want our church to sign up, what do we do? Go to com and just sign up. It's so simple. If you're below 100, trust me, it's free. Um, oh. If your church needs just a payment solution, go to com and then okay. just sign up and you get a call. Okay. I'm sure you give numbers as well at the end of the interview sure, so people can call you yeah. and deal with that. Um, this one is from Kujo. Kujo says, very inspiring testimony. Thank you very much for bringing him in. Trust me, it's my pleasure for him to be here. And then it says, please, if he wants to contact Asariba, how do we do that? Okay. So like I said, he'll give his number. Yeah. And um, you can go online as well. Yes. So um, my number is 0242 okay. 561793. Okay. Um, or you can just send me an email at nana at That's That's is an E-S-O-R-I-B-A. Okay, not E. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Numbers were given again, so don't worry. Just relax. Okay. These are the ones related to Asariba for now. So, okay. This one says, how does he combine being a pastor 
with doing business. He looks like a very busy person. It's something I want to do as well. Any advice, please? This is Frema. <laughs> yeah, so let me just speak to us. So you see, when God created man in the beginning, in Genesis, he said, man should, what? Paraphrasing, just take care of the earth, mm. till it. Right. Okay? Beyond, be multiply and fruit, um, be fruitful and multiply. multiply. Yeah. What does that mean, till it? Was God going to make a chair for man? Mm. No. Was God make, going to make an, an axe for man or mm-hmm. a hole for man? No. Mm. Man had to figure a way to create tools for himself to do what he needs to do to till the ground. Amazing. Now, what we call business is simply service. Okay? So, okay. you need to create a chair so that you can sit on the table. The early man needs to create a chair he can sit on the table, he can eat from. Mm-hmm. So, he takes, finds a way to get a sharp stone on, later on an axe, cuts a tree, you know, shapes it into a table and sits down. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, his other human says, I want it. Uh, can you make one for me? <laughs> he makes another one for him. And then mm-hmm. a thousand people want it. And then he begins to do right. what? He becomes a furniture producer. Right. Service. Mm. So, business is not... It's not secular or worldly as mm. people. It's actually required. God says, take care of it. Right. So it's it's actually in partner. You when you provide service, what we call business, you are in partnership with God, making human lives comfortable. Mm. So don't get it twisted. That's an amazing perspective. Business is not a secular thing. Mm. It's a responsibility of every human being to provide service that's to right. the earth and to each other, mm. and that's what we call business. Okay. Okay. Wow. So for you, it was. It was, it was pretty easy then having this mindset because um i i, I sort of feel like that's a, the understanding of it makes it easier for you when you're doing business and pastoring at the same time yes yes, yes. Okay. it's very key because you see um i don't know about your listeners out there but when you are brought up in the church and you are told and you understand and you accept that the bible is the basis of all your actions yes you always want to ask yourself does God approve of this? And mm. there's a lot of questions everybody asks. Mm. Is this biblical? Is this spiritual? Mm-hmm. Am I not being carnal? Right. Am I doing what's right? <laughs> so if the word of God, you don't have something that is backed by the word of God, mm. not, you know, inferred. You know, people can take scripture and position it, it to help them. <laughs> but if you don't have, if you know and understand what the word of God specifically says some, about something and it's required, mm. then it doesn't become difficult for right. you to, you know, to, to do it. So, Yeah. That's amazing. All right. So moving on, I don't know if we can move on now to go for me. Or yes, let's <laughs> okay. go. On. How did that happen for you? So to piggyback from where we ended, mm-hmm. starting a story about going through the process of starting a business, mm-hmm. I realized that I actually had then developed a knack or a mind to see opportunities and put teams together mm-hmm. and get it started so that the teams can run with it. Okay. Okay. That's what I realized I had built capacity for. for so currently, I mean, let a story about from idea to four, four markets mm. in the span of three years. Wow. I'm not the CEO today. Mm. I head business development and payments or innovation. Okay. And I'm happy with that because mm. now I get to be who I am. Mm. I can see an opportunity, st- bring a team together, develop it and help them take it to market and they run with it. Okay. So. My background, mm-hmm. when, whilst I did my, my, my bachelor's, was actually agric engineering. Oh, okay. And then I followed up with an MPhil, that sense, uh, machine systems, agric engineering, whilst I was trying to get money to be a pilot, you know, <laughs> that story. <laughs> so in that time, I mm-hmm. gained a lot of experience in agriculture, machinery and stuff, mm-hmm. and I had really never used my agric engineering skill and okay. a master's. Uh, so with my friend, Francis Kwame, um, who all loved agriculture and still do, and Gofred, who's our CTO, 
we saw an opportunity mm. and we saw a problem. The problem was that the number of people coming on this earth is increasing rapidly. <laughs> By 2050, there will be 2.2 billion of us here on this African <laughs> continent. Exactly. The biggest problems will not be traffic. It will be food and water. <laughs> right. That will be the biggest problems we'll be dealing with. So the question was, how do we solve a real problem mm, mm. and start solving it now and the way to make sure everybody can get food to eat as food becomes scarce is by everybody getting involved in food production okay but because you're here behind the migrants you cannot get up and go and farm mm. but your money could farm for you okay so you could just put aside maybe a thousand cities mm-hmm. and start a quarter of an acre of pineapple okay and there may be hundreds of you mm. so if all of you are starting a quarter of an acre we literally could actually get about 20 acres of mm. pineapple mm. with your money going to a farmer who's already doing pineapple to increase his capacity and increase the amount of farms he's producing so that at the end of the day, everybody's indirectly or directly involved in food production. So Grow mm. For Me in Sami is a crowdfunding, a crowd farming platform that allows any person to farm remotely by making an, a, a sponsoring a farm where a proper farmer who's successfully grown a particular crop takes that money and the resources and increase the amount of output he's doing mm. before you actually put that money in we actually would have buyers who are going to off take the produce so that your money is not just stacking products okay but these off takers take it of the commodity exchange or of direct sales and then you get back your principal with the little profit that was made which is shared amongst the farmer who did the farming yourself okay. and then go for me. Okay. So think about it is that okay. it's simply a, a, a crowd farming and crowdfunding platform for farming mm. and you make a little bit um, profits when you farm a particular mm. crop. Okay. Yeah. I see. That's interesting. And the name doesn't necessarily suggest agriculture. I mean, when I heard go for me, you're wondering... What are we growing, first of all? Because yeah, growing food for you. <laughs> Basically, that's what it is. I think that, uh, how did you come up with the name? Well, I think once again, when you have a team and you're thinking about names like this, that, that, there's a number of businesses that have different names. Like, what does this, how is it easy to explain? Grow right. for me. Yeah. Grow food for me. And this is not a new practice, by the way. People okay. already do it. You find a farmer, it's like, okay. Um, you, I'll give you my land, you grow, then we'll share. Mm. This time it's not land, you don't have land, you have money. So I'll give you my money, you need to grow more food, okay. and then we'll share on it. That's okay. simply what we have digitized. So we are growing food for you. So that's how we came up with the name. We're thinking about it, and the team said this is a good idea. Amazing. I have an interesting question here. It says, I love the way his mind works. So business is basically problem solving, right? Not making money. Your thoughts, please. <laughs> yeah. So um, money, let me use this example. Mm. When Carbon dioxide, okay. You mm. know this basic side. It's a product of what? Breathing, right? You breathe in oxygen and then you bring and out exhale, carbon dioxide. Yeah. Right? So if you want to get carbon dioxide, do you go chasing carbon dioxide? <laughs> no. What do you do? You breathe in oxygen and you let out what? Carbon, carbon dioxide. dioxide. Yeah. So money is a byproduct of service. If you okay. want money, don't go chasing money. Chase service. If you provide service for people, you would get what money as the byproduct. Wow. So that's the mistake. And you know, when we are all young, we want money. Actually, I, right. I chase money. I chase that's money. <laughs> so we all chase money. And typically, when we say we are chasing money, we are talking about how do I have such a high profit that someone will pay so expensive for something that's cheap mm. and then give me some profit. Mm. And that's what we often talk about making money. And so you see, a lot of people in Ghana are doing a lot of buying and selling. Mm. Mm. It's a form of service, but the margins are not this significant. If you okay. buy real service, like service. the service you're providing today, mm. okay, putting me out there. 
it's a clear service and then you need to pay for it. Even mm-hmm. if you don't want to pay for it, you have to pay for it. <laughs> you get it. So, <laughs> so, so in chasing service to people, uh-huh. money comes at the byproduct. Trust okay. me. Look, I know a lot of people and I look, I've been like, I'm like you. I'm not, I'm still like you because I'm an upgrowing entrepreneur, mm-hmm. Seattle entrepreneur. I know how it is like when you're wondering how do I make money? How do I make any spend? Right. For those who genuinely want to make money, mm-hmm. they think about how do they make it. The answer is think about how do I provide service to people? What is What are people looking for? Right. When you start thinking about what are people really in need of? What mm-hmm. are people in need of? What are mm-hmm. people in need of? And you happen to get even one and you can do that one. Mm-hmm. You start making some money okay. that can at least get you some extra credits or put okay. food in the car, put food on your table. So money is a byproduct of yes. offering services. Basically, that's that's a summary of all businesses. So for those of you who want to start businesses, that is great inspiration for you. Okay, so back to grow for me. Um, so you, you you set it up. Um, so you're still doing Asari and grow for me. Yeah, so I'm a serial tech entrepreneur. That means I have a responsibility of making sure I deliver my time to everything I do accordingly okay. without okay. cheating either of them. So okay, Asari is my eight to nine job, um, mm. which we've to this far have a significant number of churches there mm. so now eight now what do i do mm-hmm. i look at new opportunities sometimes actually sell get on the phone call churches pitch our product which i do a lot okay and also uh, make sure uh, new projects and opportunities are mm. being looked into and being developed okay. that's my night eight okay so what happens after f- um eight after five mm. what happens to your 12 to one which is break Okay. What happens from your morning, four o'clock to your eight o'clock when work starts? Mm, mm. That is where you're putting extra work. So when I close five in the evening, six, I head to the Silver Star and to the Founders Institute with my co founders and we work. Wow. When we are done, you come back home, you sleep, you wake up early. <laughs> when you are done, means what time? <laughs> when you're done, like 10 or 11. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then you come back home, you wake up early. If you can, if you're too tired, you need to rest. Mm. If you wake up early, you do what's steady. Hmm. So you go back if it's a co- new program language you're learning or you're learning a course you learn. So at the end of the day, the value of you place on your time is what you get. So okay. right now, I seem not to be busy. I seem to always be up around the place. Hmm. It's because I just want to build now and later on rest. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's it's amazing. All right. So grow for me. Um, if people want to, you know, take advantage of it and get get um, themselves on board what's the process like yeah i'm very happy you asked. so it's quite mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. if you're listening and you have an interest in agriculture mm-hmm. but because of time and 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 what you do and location you can't physically get involved mm-hmm. just visit www.growforme.com g-r-o-w-f-o-r-m-e.com okay and when you go there just look at the crops we have listed now we have just three mm-hmm. uh, pineapple pepper and cabbage okay Click on one of them. Mm-hmm. We can click on start farming. Click on one of them. Read about it. Then, after you've read about it, you understand the cost of producing it. Then you can click on start farming, where to open a page where you register. You can sign up with your Gmail. And once you go inside, you can create a farm. So you can create one or two <laughs> or three farms. You're talking about creating a yeah, farm online. Yeah, this is so amazing. Once you create that farm, what happens is, and you you make payments. That money goes to a partner farmer who is growing that particular crop. Okay. 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 And then, by the way, before you even pay, you see the unit economics, the cost of production, the mm-hmm. low and upper range when it's, the produce is sale, the amount of um, mm-hmm. tonnage per 
acre. You get it. So okay. you get to see all the unit economics and you can do your own comparison. And then after you can make payments with your card or mobile money. And then you get an email back from us acknowledging receipt and then what farm is going. Then within the portal, you see a place where you can begin to see images of the farm weekly. So every week we go and take drone pictures and update Are you. you. Serious? Yeah, because this is amazing. <laughs> you need to see what is happening on that on farm. Your farm. Yeah. Your investment is in the, inside the, this one. You we don't call it like an investment because we become an investment. We are not an invest. We are not an investment. So company. what are you a farmer? We are, we <laughs> Online are farming, farmer. Yes. So you are sponsoring a farm. If wow. you go to do investments, that is different. We are not saying we are guaranteeing you twenty. No, no. We are just saying that this is a crop. This is how much is sold on the market between maybe five CD to ten CD mm. per ton or so. So this is how it looks like. Mm-hmm. If you so you would instead of you going to find a farmer and say, oh please, fa- use my money to farm. We are saying that let us do that for you. So we're okay. providing a service. Okay. Okay. Once again, we are not an investment company. No, okay. we are not. Okay. We cannot be. We don't have the the requirements to do that. We are basically matching farmers to people who want to sponsor their farms to grow more mm. and then share in the produce or the share in the profits after selling the produce. Wow. And once it's in line, you can do this from anywhere in the world, right? Exactly. Anywhere in the world. Yes. Wow. So um, we're excited about it. We're also recruiting, by the way. We want to recruit just three people. Mm-hmm. One person focused purely on getting more sponsors one person will focus on getting more farmers and one person will focus on getting more buyers okay so if you are interested in working with a young startup please come and we want people primarily if you have an agri tech agriculture science or agriculture engineering or agri business we'll be very happy to talk to you and whether you're a phd student or a master student please come okay we are we are very happy to talk to you okay Wonderful. Questions still welcome. 0279-100-600. That's 0279-100-600. I'm in the studios today. I'm bold and brave with Nana Prempe. And uh, we're talking about Groove for Me now. He's also co-founder of Asarib and he spent some time talking about that. But I'm on your website right now. I think that is amazing listeners. You need to go there and check for yourself. It's growforme.com, right? Yep. And I love the greenery, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I think it's amazing. And I think that, so you can do this from anywhere you are. You yeah. can monitor. So you can monitor. So if you're interested, you sign up for it. You choose a crop that you want to yeah. grow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So how, how do you choose a crop? Do you, do you, are, you, are you... Um, so you can read about the, the crop. What, what We give you a little bit summary of the crop. Mm-hmm. How it cost to produce the market so you can just pick it based on the interest but some to be frank it's really based on what you like these are all crops okay. that have market uptake before we lift them list oh, them if it doesn't okay. have market uptake we don't list it okay yeah so you have cost per acre per cost per exactly. unit service charge wow yeah. this is amazing this is my first time here and um literally <laughs> you do away. a quarter of an acre of pineapple. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Thanks for the advice. I really should sign up. Yeah. Okay, this one says, handling two businesses, how do you do ministry effectively as a youth pastor? Yes. Adam from Lashibi. I think that's a very valid question. And I'm happy he's asking. Hmm. Okay. So now, remember I talked about service. Hmm. When you provide service, you provide for who? People. Right. By providing service, what do I get to? I get to engage with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And today you can hear my voice because I was providing a service which is either in agriculture or in church management software. Mm-hmm. And when you heard my story, what happened? It motivated you. Even if you were a dump and you were last in class, you can still become someone. Yes. So I'm actually doing ministry. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you about how I got saved by reading the book of Romans okay. and understanding the work of grace. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually ministering throughout the week and also on a Sunday. Amazing. You get what I mean? That's amazing. So if you understand that se- what we've come to call secular work 
it's God's responsibility for us to serve each other. Mm. In that opportunity, whether you're a radio presenter or you're a banker, mm. in providing service, you get the chance to minister to people That's about right. the love of God. That's right. Because that is the badge mm. that you wear. That hey, I'm a banker, but I'm I'm a child of God, and I, and I know that the grace that the price that Christ paid for me. And mm. guess what? I love you all the same, and it doesn't matter. And you're going to maybe sell loans, and you have the opportunity to tell the guy is so moody. You're like, look, don't worry, God will make a way. He's like, oh really, God will make a way. And you take the opportunity to tell him about the amazing gift of salvation from Christ. Mm. So, yes, you are full-time. They call us lay ministers, but mm-hmm. we had the chance to minister to many people because you're constantly engaging people. I, right. I, I just want to say, I think and at first, I had a mindset that, look, unless you're in the pulpit preaching on a Sunday, you're, you're not, not doing, doing ministry. ministry. But I was amazed by the number of young people who come up to me and say, hey, Nana, you inspired me so much. I saw your story on CNN right. or on YouTube, and I'm like, I'm very inspired to stuff. I'm like, well, really? Wow. Don't worry. God will help you, and I'll share a word of prayer that God mm. will make it work. Mm. Just continue pursuing it. Wow. There'll be tough times. feel like giving up. You may give up, but in all things, God's going to That is ministry. You can, you'll be surprised how many disciples you can make from that. Exactly. And that I want to make a very nice announcement on that point. I'm actually, okay. for a while, I've been slow in doing this, but I'm going to launch my YouTube channel and my Facebook channel okay. to make sure I can share some of these things with many young people. Um, so I, I think it's about time. At King Nana Prempe, <laughs> you can find me there, and I'm sure uh, today I'll probably put up a video there. Okay. And yeah. Cool. So check this guy out after the interview, Charlie. He's loaded. This one says, interesting story. I'd like to marry someone like him. I'm curious about knowing how it is for his wife. <laughs> wow. So... Maybe my his wife should answer this friend, question, but <laughs> my best friend and genuinely my best friend, I have my friend here, is my wife, <laughs> Angela Abupokaji, my parent. Shout outs to her. She works okay. at ENI Contract Engineer. Right. She's an amazing woman. She's been my friend from uni, and the story is like simple. I went to I went to help her roommate who is Ivar with engineering drawing okay. back in uni uh-huh. service. Then I get to see her roommate, who is my friend. Long story short, today her friend is now my wife wow. and I've known Angela she's been a friend she understood me from school I was always driven passionate trying to build something and she she was patient enough for us to get married hmm. and you know when she's also a busy person and she understands the challenges of entrepreneurship hmm. and she's so supportive hmm. you know, when you start a business you're not going to be successful overnight hmm. and she's been she's been there like she's the best gift to me ever wow. you know, so wow. she's a kind of person i can go talk to about the challenges you know even though we are here doing all big man things talking confident mm-hmm. when we are weak and down Charlie, it's you need, it's a, this you need one a lap that actually <laughs> picks us up and gives us the courage I that know, we need to continue I yeah know. it's amazing it's amazing i think your story is really really inspiring and i'm really glad that i called you to be here on the show today we have to be wrapping up because our time is up uh, let's just do this question this one says thank you very much for okay this is my question thank you very much for this wonderful interview please bring more of such okay i will do <laughs> i'll do my best um then this one says please any contact once again for his businesses okay but i think it's a good time once again because we're yeah. wrapping up now okay so. so just to slow it down my phone number yes. is zero two four two five six one seven nine three okay zero two four two five six one seven nine three okay and it's the business is www i'm going to give you four urls okay, okay. one is <laughs> www.my which is for your church to digitize donations mychurchpay.com yeah, my okay. mm. if you're a business and you want to digitize your payment on your website is mybusinesspay.com okay 
And then if your church wants a CRM or a management software, it's asoriba.com. Okay. Asoriba is A-S-O-R-I-B-A.com. Okay. And finally, but most importantly, if you want to solve the food problem and the poverty problem and want to be a farmer from your decks, mm. please, it's growforme.com. Grow for me. G-R-O-W-F-O-R-M-E.com. Mm. Growforme.com. And mm. please... I mean, if there's if you if you are not going to do anything, I want you to visit GrowForMe.com. Mm. I want you to consider, you know, having a farm, because the problem is real, and we need to, you know, you see things like Yemen hungry. Mm. Why? We could actually be supply, supplying Yemen with food from Ghana. Wow. You know, so please just remember, you follow, provide a service to make money. So go to GrowForMe.com and sign up. Okay. Wonderful. It's as simple as that. It's been amazing having you here on the show, Nana. Just in a few minutes, because our time is up, just speak to someone out there who wants to be like you, basically start businesses, do ministry, whatever it is, um, encourage somebody out there. Yeah, I don't want you to be like me. I want to pray a prayer with you that God will let you identify your talents Mm. and be you. Mm. Mm. So let's close our eyes and let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for every young person or every adult listening to this conversation. I pray, oh God, that you help them identify the talents you've placed within them and give them the ability and the wisdom and the strength to take those talents and serve yes. mankind with it. Yes. Lord, whoever is is held back down by discouragement, lack of self-confidence, mm. self-pity, mm. Um, and fear, poverty, we pray, oh God, that you give them the ability to rise up and take that talent you've given to them to go out there and provide service for people. Lord, I know your work says there's profit in every single work. Therefore, bless the work of their hands. Let everything they touch be blessed. For those who are looking for partners, Mm. looking for investment, Mm. looking for customers, I pray, O God, that your mercies will shine upon them today and let the doors and windows of heaven open with blessings. Flood Mm. them with customers. Flood them with partners. Flood them with, Lord, investment. Mm. And I pray that any wind that is destroying businesses Mm. will be condemned and destroyed. We pray that any business that has been established, you let it succeed and grow. Mm. Let your favor and your grace abound. And let us succeed in this country and on this continent. Lift this continent out of poverty. And Lord, use us as icons of hope to bring souls into your kingdom. Let every Christian who's established one business or the other, Mm. Lord, use us as a country to bring souls into your kingdom. Let their life, let their words, let their life demeanor, Lord, save people. And Mm. let their name and their the, the work of Christ and his salvation power be shared across through your men on the ground. Name. We thank yes. you for an answered prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Nana Premper, you are amazing. Thank you so much for coming. It's been great having you here on the show. Listeners, next week, God alone, come your way again with another riveting edition of Bold and Brave, a young entrepreneur's radio show here on Sweet Melodies 94.3 FM. Nana, thank you so much once again. Thank you, my brother. I'm very grateful. Great to have you here. Listeners, have yourselves a wonderful afternoon. Stay tuned in and enjoy the rest of our programs.